0: Hey everybody, thank you for tuning into the Stuff I Heard podcast. This is your host, Josh Peek, And today's a little something different. Today, I am actually on Lake Murray up in, uh, I want to say this is Prosperity, South Carolina, which is near Chapin or Saluda. Uh, very nice lake. We actually got an invite from some friends to come up and stay for the weekend. And it was kind of a nice change of pace you know, normally we get into the habit of, you know, just going to work and coming home and relaxing. And on the weekends, we typically do, you know, chores and whatnot. And, uh, we are an older couple. Uh, our kids are grown and they're doing their own thing. Um, so we're kind of in that time period where we're trying to figure out what to do with our time and how to enjoy the rest of our life. And, One of the things that we want to do was to be able to travel and see stuff and get to experience life. And part of experiencing life means you go out and you do things on purpose. You get to hang out with friends. You take a time and and socialize and, you know, be a part of what's going on. So, luckily, we've made some really close friends that are kind of in the same mindset and capable of, you know, saying, hey, let's go for a weekend up here and just enjoy our time together. And so we're doing that. We, uh, <clears throat> I had to work yesterday, uh, kind of late. And my wife uh, came up early on with uh, one of our friends. Um, and her husband and I both had to work. So when we got off work, we headed up here. And we didn't get up here until about 8 to 18 last night. Um, and they had marinated some steaks that we were going to cook. Uh, they'd already cooked the baked potatoes. And when I walked in the door, they had the grill ready and they were like, cool, you're here. The grill's ready. And all we got to do is cook the steak. So if you want to go ahead and do that, (laughs) I was like, okay. So we grilled steaks and we had some adult beverages and we got to sit and relax. And I'm actually outside on the back lawn area between the house and the water. And I got a fire pit here and I don't know if you guys can hear it. Um, I'm near it hear it popping yes the fire pit very nice um so anyway we were really hopeful that the weather was going to cooperate because there was a hurricane that came through i know you guys have heard me talk about hurricanes before well it's an active hurricane season and there was a hurricane that went through and hit new orleans again um i think that alabama and florida got the worst of the rain i think they said some areas of that um got like 30 inches of rain, which is a crazy amount of water. Where we live, we got about 5 to 7 inches of rain on different parts of town, which still ended up flooding our town uh, for a short period of time. But 30 inches of rain, I couldn't even imagine. Guys, that's, that's just horrible. I mean, that's the kind of rainfall that we had during that 100-year flood that hit us a while back. But anyway, um, the hurricane was coming through, and it rain on us super heavy on thursday and so we had this plan to come up here and it was like okay is this going to ruin our weekend plans i mean are we going to go up there and just not be able to do anything so it was one of those things where we were kind of hesitant to come and up until the last second looking at the weather going oh geez what's going to happen because we we really kind of wanted to get away from from our from our house and just kind of enjoy some time out with friends um And if, you know, if the plans had changed, that would have been fine too. We would have figured out what to do, but it worked out. Uh, the weather moved through and the rain eventually quit. And, uh, today was nice. Today was, uh, a bit cold. Um, it is September, uh, the 19th, 2020. And the high here was only 69 degrees. So this morning I went with this fella to go pick up, uh, tritune boat, which is a pontoon with three, uh, three tunes underneath it. do what you call them tunes? Pontoons? Three pontoons? Tritune. Anyway, we picked up this tritune boat and it was cold on the water. Let me tell you what I was freezing my butt off. We were trucking along there and making some good time. And the whole way across, I, I kept thinking, wow, this is a really big lake and I, I mentioned to him i said you really know your way around here don't you he goes oh yeah man I, i've been coming here for like 18 years and i know this here. and then by the time he goes "Ah, oh, crap we're lost <laughs> i was like what he goes i think i went the wrong way <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I thought oh that's just perfect <laughs> and you were just saying oh you know, yeah i know this i know this area pretty well man it took me a long time and i figured it out i know this place and then he goes crap i'm lost so I actually sorry about that i got uh, cut off there i had a I'm using my phone for this uh, recording, um, and I had a phone call. So, sorry about the delay there. Um, I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we got lost in the lake. I actually had my phone with me, so I was able to use it to find our location and find out where we needed to be. And, you know, of course, Google Maps wants to, to go on a road, so it's trying to send me on a road. I'm trying to spin the little dial around because I can see on the water where I'm supposed to go. And it made me think, is there a boat navigation GPS, kind of like Google Maps? I've never looked into it, but I'm kind of curious. Is there something like that out there? And if there's not, why not? Like, is it something that is in existence, or is this something that could be or should be invented? Uh, I got a buddy of mine who develops apps, and uh, hey, this ain't out there. This could be something to invent. And if there is something out there and you guys know about it right now you're screaming at me going dude there's already one out shut up you don't know what you're talking about man and and you're you're right i don't know what i'm talking about i'm just saying if there's not one that would be a cool idea so uh but anyway so we got the boat here we got uh some breakfast everybody was was happy to see us and they were like oh i can't wait to go on the boat and of course we were freezing Because on the water, and with temperatures in the 60s, running it wide open to get here, we were a bit chilly. But we got here, we had some breakfast, we were getting ready to gear up and head back out. And we were kind of telling them, hey, you guys need to be probably wearing some layers here because it's cold. And some of them listened to us. uh, But there was also the promise of the sun is coming out. And if the sun breaks through the clouds, it's going to get really warm. And then we can go swim. So that was kind of the plan. That was that was really what I was rooting for. I mean I was thinking, oh, wouldn't that be lo- just lovely? We could go out here, have some fun on the boat, and at some point we could just jump out and swim. That would be delightful. Let's do that. So we were gonna do that. And it never quite worked out. Instead, it just was cold and we had a fun boat ride, but it was just cold. So anywho made it back here. We were able to come over to our fire pit and it was still, it still had some embers in it from last night when we were sitting by the fire. So we were able to stoke up the fire again and get it going. And I was like, you know, I'm really thinking seriously about getting in the water. And so the more we talked about it, the more I thought, you know, the water temperature, if you look at it online is 10 degrees warmer than the air temperature. So technically swimming in it wouldn't be bad. So I finally mustered up the courage and went out there to go get it and uh but just about the time I would convinced myself to go jump off the end of the dock my phone rang and it was my buddy Greg and we're talking about our trip coming up uh to visit our other friend Josh West in Salisbury Maryland in October so talked to him for a little bit while I'm sitting there I'm I'm I'd hyped myself up and at this point I'm hyping myself out of it and I was like I don't know man it's gonna be cold and it's gonna be i just don't know if i can do it so then when i finally got the phone with him i was like all right i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and then i walked down to the edge of the dock and i looked in the water and i thought yeah but what if there's stumps there i don't know this dock i don't know this water i don't want to jump on something and get hurt and i thought all right let me instead go around and walk into the water and then hopefully i won't you know it won't be bad and i can just wad out there until it gets deeper Went to do that, and the shore here has a bunch of, I guess, freshwater clams. There's a lot of shells around, and they were pretty sharp. I don't have water shoes. I did have flip-flops, but I didn't want to walk with my flip-flops out into the mucky, muddy water and then have wet flip-flops, you know what I mean? So I said, all right, this sucks. So I walked back up the dock onto the end of it, and I kept looking at the water and thinking, I really want to jump in. Well, then I noticed that the boat on the back side of the boat that we have has a, a ladder. And I said, Well let me just let me just extend the ladder down and lower myself down in the ladder. Maybe I can touch. Cause we'd use the little depth finder to find out that it was only like four and a half feet deep where the depth finder was. So I was thinking, Well that's a that's doable. I mean I could do that. So anyway, <clears throat> I put the ladder down, I climbed in the water, and could not touch but I swam, and it was warm-ish, warm enough to swim around in, and I swam around to where I could touch, and I announced to everybody, hey, if we're beside the boat, you can touch and still stand out of the water, so tomorrow, if the weather, if the sun can break through the clouds, then tomorrow will be a much nicer day to do this. So anyway, uh, came back up here, and sat by the fire for a second and thought yeah this isn't gonna cut it I need to get a shower I gotta get out of these wet swimming trunks and I gotta really warm up so went inside took a shower came back out here with long pants on and a hoodie and now I'm finally comfortable now I'm finally like okay this is good but the gang still wants to go out on the boat and it just so happens that one of the guys he uh he needs his phone charger that he left in his truck at, at the boat landing when he went rented the the tri-tune. so they all loaded up on the boat to go head back to the boat landing to get his uh his charger because he's like you know i gotta go before it's dusk one of the terms of agreement when i rented this boat was that we wouldn't be riding around at dusk but they had talked about how they really wanted to go riding around later on so this is kind of their later boat ride and they were like, you want to go with us? And I said, no, I'm cold. I want to sit down and I want to do a podcast. So that's why I'm here with you guys. Hi guys. So anywho, this is called stuff I heard. So up to now you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. You're on vacation sort of. And it is sort of a vacation. Let me tell you about stuff I heard. Okay. Uh, I listened to Joe Rogan interview, uh, Edward Snowden. Uh, I highly recommend listening to it. It has a lot to do with First Amendment rights. It has a lot to do with the fact that Edward Snowden did the right thing. Uh, the only thing that he's guilty of is telling people that the Patriot Act was it was announced back after 9-11 that they were only going to be listening to people's phone calls that had anything to do with terrorist activity. And then when he found out that they were listening to everyone's phone calls and keeping up with everyone's metadata he said hey wait a second this isn't right this is a violation of rights and he decided to let someone know that this was going on he let he let a, a, a journalist know and he said I don't want you to use my name I don't want you to tell exactly what happened but this is what's going on and he said I just gave a rough outline of what's going on and he said and they decided to to air information and when they did they got pressured to tell the source and they eventually told it was me and he said never you know back then obama was president and obama had this thing about you know hope and change and on the the white house website he would say that he's promoting people to be whistleblowers he wanted people to let them know of wrongdoing so they could correct it he had these hopes and dreams about how he's going to make the world a better place through honesty And then when Edward Snowden was honest, he said, no, 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 you can't do that. And suddenly they treated him like he was enemy number one. And they went after him. He actually had to seek asylum overseas. A lot of people say he's in Russia. And that Vladimir Putin put him up. Which may or may not be true. I don't know. I don't know where he's at. But he's been on Joe Rogan twice. And this one was really cool because recently the Ninth Appeals Court has announced that what he did was okay, like what he did was a good thing. They're saying that what he did was announced that the American government was doing wrongdoings against its own people. And so they they voted in his favor. They, they announced, they made a decision in his favor, saying that he should not be treated like a criminal. So now it's really up to the government, the the politicians that be, president included, to pardon him to say okay you know we pardon you on this basis and you know it's we're no longer going to treat you as a criminal until then if he comes back into this country he's going to be treated as a criminal they're going to treat him with the espionage act and try to treat him with war crimes and that's not the right thing i don't know what's wrong with the people who want to treat him as a criminal when all he did was say hey listen We're not just listening to terrorists. We're listening to everyone. We're paying attention to everyone's metadata. He didn't announce anything that people didn't already feel or or suggest or know. It was something that was already coming up in television shows. And, oh, look, they're listening to us. It was like a a running joke of the obvious. And then when he announced it, like the government was like, I can't believe he said that. He's the bad guy. He's not the bad guy. He's not the bad guy. He's a hero in the situation. He did exactly what Americans would want. He did exactly the thing that we all want. We want to be told about wrongdoings. We want, we want to be able to say that, you know, the guy who's, or, or the, the, the big bad government who's mistreating their outreach of power has some checks and balances. And this should be a check and balance. You know, at the time, was it his responsibility to do it? Maybe not. But if not him, who? I mean, Seriously. Up until then, it was just a suggestion. It was a thing people laughed about. It was a thing that people joked about. You know, this is probably what's happening. And, and then when he said it, everyone was like, well, of course that's what happens. But the government decided they were going to treat him as a criminal. Why? What do they have to gain from that? Really? What was, what was their positive spin on this? What was their way of saying, oh, we'll treat this guy as a bad guy and then, and then we'll just make everybody else fall in line? Well, so here's this thing. And he explains this way more eloquently than I have. And you need to listen to it. He talks about what's going on with Julian Assange right now. And Julian Assange apparently is in London right now awaiting extradition to America to be tried for war crimes as, under the Espionage Act. And the only thing Julian Assange did was publish someone else's story. As a news outlet running Wikilinks... The only thing he did was publish someone's story about some wrongdoings of the Clintons. They committed some war crimes. And because he was willing to talk about it, and because Hillary was running for president, they made the declaration of saying that he was going to be a criminal, that they were going to treat him as a criminal, that he was the bad guy. Again, he's not the bad guy. He's the guy reporting the story that someone else leaked. If he's treated as a criminal and if he goes to jail under this Espionage Act, then that sets the precedent for them to go after everyone in journalism for any story, which means the freedom of speech, the First Amendment, is no longer valid. It has no, no standing whatsoever in our government, which means that everything that was fought for by our forefathers has gone by the wayside. So here's my point, okay? What the hell is wrong with people? What the? He- Why can't we seem to understand the importance of the First Amendment? Why can't we seem to understand that reporting the news is important? Yellow journalism has taken over our lives, and we've allowed these news outlets, because they're selling media space, and because we keep clicking on it and retweeting it and resending it and putting it on our Facebook, we don't look for the information ourselves. It's so easy just to reshare and none of it is real. And because none of it is real, and because it's all sensationalized, we've basically given them a free pass to do whatever they want, and what they're doing is criminal. But it's not espionage. What Julian Assange did was not espionage. What Edward Snowden did was not treason. As much as I want to get on my soapbox and preach about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. We should also be talking about Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. What's happening to them right now is criminal and it's going to change the world if the right choice is not made. So, (sighs) kind of a heavy subject. Listen to the podcast from Joe Rogan and Edward Snowden. Form your own opinion. If you want to talk about it, come on here and we'll talk about it. Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about something fun. I did listen to, or I did watch, the ending of Cobra Kai on Netflix, the second season. It's good. It's real good. I was really tickled with it. It has a neat little twist in it that's extra fun. And and I enjoy it. Now, I will say that there's a few of the female actors on the show young female teenage actors on the show that kind of look alike and I get confused at times as to which one is which until they say something that has something to do with their character but whatever um the show is good I really enjoy the two main the two older guys the the Johnny and the the LaRusso you know that they're older it's kind of interesting to see their dynamic so I highly recommend seeing Cobra Kai there you go there's my there's my lightheartedness of the of the episode uh this is beautiful i wish you guys could see this this is this is probably this is definitely not going to be a video podcast um this is only audio so i hope you guys enjoy it it is a little different it is a little unconventional i didn't really have a subject when i started this but i realized i had to talk about something and so you got what you got so i hope you enjoy it um Tune in for the next episode for your regularly scheduled program. I'll be more uh, in my studio and more apt to uh, give you the goods. I'm looking at this cool... Just switch subjects here. I'm looking at this cool spider here. Make a spider web between these two uh, palm trees. Uh, Palmetto trees? Palmetto trees. Yeah. And it's pretty interesting. If you watch a spider spin a web, it's real easy to see how they got the idea for Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Anyway, I'm going to shut up now. Thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you, everybody, for being a part of this. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who writes me. I appreciate it. I am writing you back as often as I can. Um, Thank you to everybody who's buying shirts from the store. I appreciate it. Go check out the website, www.stuffiheard.com. And uh, if you want to be part of the podcast, you got something you want to talk about, let me know. Uh, I'm down. We can talk about anything. I'm I'm open book, buddy. I enjoy it. So, y'all take care. Thanks for listening. And as always, how do we end this? We say, cue the cow.